Anchor is by far the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. How cool is that? And then you can use it right from your phone, your iPad, your tablet. Download the app, record your podcast, and that's it. And there are so many creative tools that you can use to make your podcast amazing. You can import music. You can edit and re-record as often as you like to your perfection. You don't have to worry about your podcast being distributed because they take care of that for you. They make sure your podcast is visible on Spotify, Apple, Google, and the list goes on. And then you can easily, easily make money with no minimum listenership. If I were you, I would advise you to use Anchor. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl, KDC, KDC Movement, back again with another episode. Want to talk about today, I know you like it, but it's got to go. I know you like it, but it's got to go. And if I was to take a subtopic, it would be titled, Breakout. Break out. Whatever, well, whoever told you that sinning didn't feel good is a whole lie. Yep, I said it. They are lying, the truth ain't in them. Knowing it was wrong, you kept doing it willfully because it felt good. But I came to deliver a message that although you may like it, yep, it feels real good. And all the while it's sending you straight to hell. Straight to hell. Don't pass, go, don't collect $200. You're going straight to hell. And I, I understand the scripture where it was saying that we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. However, a lot of us know better but won't do better. Because we like it and it feels good. If sinning didn't feel good, there wouldn't be so many people doing it. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians chapter six, verses nine through 10 says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites. Verse 10, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunken drunkards, nor rivalers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. None of them going to heaven. Colossians 3 and 5 says, Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Put to death. That that's why Paul said over in the New Testament that I pray daily that my flesh die. 
because operating in this flesh, I tell you, will have you messed up. You'll be like the rich man looking up to Lazarus, seeing Lazarus in heaven and he's in hell, begging someone to come and just dip your finger in water to cool your tongue. You you knew better, had every opportunity, but didn't try to get it right. It's got to go. I know you like it, but it's got to go. Hebrews 12 and 1 tells us to lay aside every weight that so easily besets us. First of all, let's look at this thing. It says so easily besets us, meaning that it ain't hard, it ain't complicated. The enemy knows what you like, how you like it, when you like it. But don't be mistaken. It does say over in the New Testament that he does not force us to do anything. He only acts upon what we already want to do. No, you like it, but it's got to go. And right back right through here, I don't know why, but I keep hearing God say that for some of us, we are the only examples that others know. I remember growing up, I used to hear my mother and grandmother always say that we may be the only Bible that some people see. And I understood it. But it became a little more intriguing to me. It spoke to me just a bit more. The older I got, the closer my relationship to God was. That I may be the only Bible that someone knows. Meaning that I need to live a life that's pleasing, acceptable, and holy unto God. And no, we don't have to be perfect because God said, I am married to the backslider. He's a perfect God for imperfect people. However, I don't have to be perfect, but I, I, I do need to live a life, need to walk a walk that's pleasing. It's easy to say. That I love God for real. It's easy to say that I'm saved, that I'm sanctified and Holy Ghost feel five baptized. It's easy to say that, but are you living a life? If I was to record your day-to-day life, are you living a life that shows me, not just tells me, because you can tell me out of your mouth, but shows me that you are saved? Because, as I said, for some of us, if we, that, that's me, that means you, me, and I, mm-hmm, break out, we can then help them break free. If we break out, 
we can then help them break free. The Bible does tell us in the New Testament to go out into the hedges and the byways and compel men. We have to break out in order to compel them. Then, you know, God began to deal with me that also for some of us, God is about to cut off access with certain things and certain people. He is about to cut off what has access to you. What has access to me? What has access to us? He's about to cut it off. I understand for some of us, yes, that door has been closed. Girl, that that chapter over with that season. But they still have access. And, And if we be honest, some of us cannot go we, we we can't go around that access we, it may be that a child an innocent child that's access to some people and some things that God is wanting to cut out of our life No longer can we hang out. No longer do we communicate on that level. Yes, okay, it's it's good to, hey, how you doing? You, you all right? That's good. Good to see you. See you next time. There's no need for no long, drawn-out conversation, la di da everybody. Because God wants to cut out the access. Because as he's trying to take you higher, that access is holding you back. There's something there. There's, there's something lingering that God is saying that, that that's not me. There's something there that's a distraction. There's something that there's a weight that God seeks to remove so that he can do what he wants to do and take you where he wants to take you. I know you like it, but it's got to go. I can tell my story because it's my story, and I can tell it better than anybody else can. At 17, if we're going to be real, I I was an alcoholic. Now, for, for some of you all, let me help you. I was grown out of my mama's house in college. It was nothing that my mother did. She raised me right. I knew God for myself. That was a choice that I made. But at some point in my life, I had to make a decision that in order for me to do better, In order for me to go further, let alone higher, because it wasn't just a spiritual thing for me. It was a mental, it was a physical thing. I needed to let it go. There were more things that I I wanted to do. and I had dreams, I had goals for myself. And I'm going to be honest, I don't care how well you can control your liquor, you can always control your actions. Walking around 
drunk, staggering. It, it, it's not cute. No matter who you are. And I knew better. Family in the church, grew up in the church. I knew better. That was that was a part of my life that I had to had a have a real experience with God. I, I God had to really get down on the inside of me because there were some places that he was trying to take me, but he couldn't take me with strongholds on my back, weights around my arms, chains around my ankles. God had to take the shackles off in order for me to be able to break out and be free. I beseech you, my brother, my sister, let it go. I know it feel good. I know it look good. But baby, it's not worth your soul. It does say what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. It's not worth your soul. That bottle is not worth your soul. That drug addiction is not worth your soul. That man or woman that you laying around with, whether it's yours, may be the neighbor's woman or man. It's not worth your soul. I dare not go through trials and tribulations down here on earth just to wake up and find myself in hell. I know you like it, but you gotta let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Those things that so easily beset us. God said, I have more for you. I have greater for you. He told us over in the Old Testament. For I know the plans that I have for you. My God, today he knows. Why? Because he created us. It does talk about it over in Genesis. Where it does say that God created man in his image. I know you like it, my sister. I know you like it, my brother. But you got to let it go. God has more. God has greater. There are doors that he's waiting to open. People that are waiting on you. opportunities that he's waiting to release but you gotta let it go be blessed